Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Everybody, it's Stephanie Hoff here with WIS Business, the podcast. Today I'm joined by Christine Hilmer. She's the president and CEO of the Wisconsin Restaurant Association. Christine, thanks for coming on with me today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So I, I feel like a lot has developed between last week when I asked you to be on the podcast and now Governor Tony Evers proposed COVID-19 legislation and he will have announced another mask mandate by the time our listeners hear this. So looking at Wisconsin's hospitality industry and restaurants in particular, what's working for them and what's not working? Well, I I think what is not working, let's start there, is we liken it to a ping pong match that we, we have an order and then we have a court case and then something changes and then it's overturned and then it's, um, then it's reinstated and, and the constant changes has been particularly challenging to restaurants to try to keep up on what's happening, not only at the local level, but the state level and the federal level. And, and that's one thing that we're working really hard to do is help everybody understand the current state of play as it's constantly shifting and changing. It's confusing whether it's mask or capacity limits or you're closing inside dining or or whatever, it's really quite confusing. So that's one of the things we're helping our members navigate and that's probably the biggest challenge we have. A couple of things that are working, I know that there are a number of grant opportunities for small businesses and, and all businesses are being harmed Um, It's a little harder for some of the smaller, more independent restaurants because they don't necessarily have access to capital. And so whether it is a a grants through WEDC, they've had a couple rounds of them, or for ourselves, we we received a travel grant and we're using that for a really robust public relations campaign um, uh, in the month of December. So, So let me talk just a moment about that. So we are going to be starting a ready to serve safely campaign and and uh, we are signing up restaurants right now restaurants we know are doing everything they can to keep their customers safe and their employees safe the hyper sanitization they're highly regulated and there are no studies that are showing that the spread is happening in restaurants and with that high regulation happening there we feel that dining out is safe and it's building that confidence in the dining public who are hearing all these messages. I believe that that is the biggest challenge that we're going to have. And so we received a grant from the Department of Tourism and it's called Ready to Serve Safely. And it's a pledge that uh, restaurants are taking that, that they are following the CDC guidelines and FDA guidelines and WEDC guidelines and, and all of that is the hyper sanitization, their staff wear masks, they, they separate their tables to six foot distancing. And, and what that also means is that there's not a capacity limit, it's really what your building allows with that six foot distancing and then what happen, is happening at the local level. Um, they're also committing to doing additional training with their staff. 
And so those restaurants that take that pledge, which most of a lot of people are because it's what they're already doing, we are going to turn it around into a public relations campaign that to help build the confidence that eating out is safe. We think that this is going to be a powerful message, especially as we hit the holiday season, because this typically is a season where restaurants tend to be a little more open, where they are, are filling up and so on. And, and then as we go into January and February, those are the lean months. So we need to help build the confidence and get people to either dine in, because even at a 25% capacity, there are seats in restaurants and they're safe seats, um, or do carry out or do delivery. So, so that's what this is meant to do. And I, I think this leads into also the Restaurant Association's role as co-chair of the Stop the COVID Spread Coalition. So why did you get involved with that? We were one of the first to join the Stop the, the COVID Spread Coalition, and we feel that this is a critically important initiative. And the reason is, is we have business groups, advocacy groups, associations like ours and so on, who are all banding together, and this is all private. This is not funded by the state of Wisconsin or government. It, it's not promoted that way. This is business getting together to help everybody understand that there's a personal responsibility that needs to happen, that everybody needs to do their part to wash their hands, to um, stay home if they're sick, to wear a mask, to social distance. This cannot be on the backs of business. And unfortunately, that's what a lot of these mandates and things do because that's what government has control over. They have, they have control over businesses. They don't have control over individuals. So this is our effort to say, hey, we are all in this together and we need to all do our part because we do know that there are hospitals that are at or are uh, reaching capacity. Um, we do know that this is a serious health issue and so on. And this has nothing to do with um, whether you think that this is constitutional or not. This virus is out there. And, and getting back to a comment I made before, there are no direct studies that says that this is spread and caused by restaurants. And so for us, this is particularly important and that's why this is really a critical coalition that we felt strongly to be that we needed to be a part of. And as you said, restaurants have been hit hard and so have their employees. And Christine, I know you don't personally sit on the Unemployment Insurance Advisory Council, but your association does have a representative on there. What's the sentiment from restaurants about the UI program? Because a lot of their workers have had to go on unemployment. Well, I, I think that we can all agree that there are some difficulties that uh, Department of Workforce Development, they, they do need to uh, fix some things. And, and I, I think it goes without saying, I'm not slamming them and so on. Um, this is an unprecedented time, especially back in April when so many people were laid off. Um, I, I think we can all agree that um, there, there, there's some work that needs to be done. But beyond that, we know that, uh, and we support some of the things that they're doing, that they are trying to get as many people through the system as quickly as possible. They have not required a job search, but they're encouraging people. So one of the things we are seeing is that restaurants and a lot of businesses, even though there's a lot of people laid off, there are jobs out there. And so it's, it's a real interesting time where 
you have this dichotomy of we have a lot of people unemployed and we have a lot of jobs opening and they're not meeting in the middle. So I, I think that people need to understand that there are jobs out there and they need to be looking and restaurants are a great place for them to work and restaurants are taking this seriously. So it's a safe place to be. And whether it's a permanent job or whether it's something that's going to hold you until your normal employment job opens, we do encourage people to look at restaurants as an opportunity to, to work right now. And we need to really urge our politicians and our regulators to consider policies and regulations that help the industry serve safely for the dur duration of the pandemic. And what we are seeing is even when there is a case at a restaurant, say an employee who, who comes in, it's not spread at, a, at the restaurant. And all of the protocols in place are working. And that's why we feel that it is safe to dine in at restaurants. So that's one of the messages that we're sending out, not only to Governor Evers, we have forwarded the letter to him, but we are also forwarding to a lot of our major mayors as well. You've been listening to Wisp Business, the podcast. Now stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from UW-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of Wisp Politics and Wisp Business Podcast. UW-Madison is one of our state's greatest economic engines, accounting for $15 billion in economic impact statewide. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.